Did you know that you can help save the lives of cats by simply opening a new tab on your computer? That's right. Tab for Cats is a free extension on your Chrome or Edge browser that raises money for rescue cats every time you open a new tab. Plus, you get to see pictures of cute cats on every tab instead of some boring search engine. I also love how adding the extension helped an issue that I was having with Chrome and made it faster for me. Go to tabforcats.org and help us save all the rescue cats today. I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the, the Two Crazy, Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number 0086 of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> if you guys, I wish that all of the podcast listeners could see Adrian mimic hey, me saying listeners. the same thing every week. Just um, to, she does a really good like arm swing with it. She, it's like she does a chair dance. It's like your happy elbows. It's like it's like um, my happy Irish elbows. Hey podcasters, <laughs> this is uh, just an invitation to come join our live on YouTube uh, every Sunday around 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah, that's when we're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, today is all about cat food. We had a, a, a semi-almost breakdown um, from Adrian um, about um, what we talked about last week, actually, and, and the week before, I think. We talked about your fears of traveling and and all that stuff and things. It's been um, a common denominator of a couple conversations, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, and, then, uh, and then we're talking about... The statement that I have in my office that says, or it's by statement I mean question, that's hanging up in my office. This is, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And um, so that's that's the profound moment that we're at right now. Before we talk about cat food, and I guess we could probably tie it in in some way, shape, or form. Maybe um, we'll see how but, this goes. But yeah, so um, our podcast is called Back in the Closet. If you guys are joining us for the first time, um, because Thank we record you. it in our closet, and that is because, well, it's funny. Um, but it's also, um, it's also the best place for, uh, uh, acoustics. Is that what you call it? For sound? We got, we got plenty of sound dampening things here, so it doesn't sound as... Yeah. In, in like our studio, it's very loud and echoey and, um, and here in the closet, it is not as such. It is also very hot. It's very warm. Yeah. So... very warm. So we're... But I'm excited about this podcast because we had some extra inspiration today, um, from the beautiful incredible um, Dr. Karen Becker. For anyone here that is interested in knowing more about how to best care for our pets, I think, in general, there is an incredible group on Facebook called The Inside Scoop, and it is a subscription uh, group, I guess. You have to pay to be in it. It's 10 bucks a month or 9.99, whatever it is. Uh, It is really one of the best, most informative places that you can spend your money, mm-hmm. uh, and it is full of incredible information. Today's topic was about pancreatitis, and it really made us start thinking about food in general because food is foundational to health, to our health. And when we start when we start thinking about that for our, for our pets, for our companion animals, we recognize just how foundational it is for them as well. Yeah. And today's and topic so, is huge. Yeah, and there's so much misinformation. Now, we're not going to talk specifically about just about pancreatitis no. in cats, but um, when it comes to uh, diet, there's so much misinformation out there. Um, there's so much, um, uh, if, if, I, if I will say bias science, 
um, which we're all very familiar with, right? Um, science that's funded by, say, this pet food company in order to get the results that they want to see for said A, B, and C. Yeah. And then there is um, other science that's done. Unfortunately, most of it's not done with cats. Um, so it can get really discombobulated and we can lose our like common sense piece um, when it comes to feeding our feeding our animals right so um, so the the topic of this podcast was what we feed our cats and why right yeah. and so I think the why is very important because a lot of us there are many different reasons why we feed our cats the food that we feed right for instance we feed a species appropriate balanced raw diet to our cats and the reason why the final reason why the beginning of the reason why was because we were doing a lot of research we were hearing and learning a lot about fresh food our common sense kind of kicked in with um, with the, the uh, documentary called pet fooled and the Which biology is, of our obligate carnivore and, and learning companion about the, animals, right? Learning about the biology of cats and how their how their how their bodies work, um, and um, and then but the why came when one of our when our oldest cat at the time was diagnosed with early stages kidney disease, and that was when we were like we have to do it right meow. We're gonna do it right now. We're gonna stop like just over like overthinking the whole thing, and we're gonna just start and we're gonna get going. Um, and uh, luckily, it was the best decision we made for him um, and our other cats uh, by default. Um, well, and to but be honest, that's the why. Jay made the decision. I was still very scared of, of raw feeding at the time. That's true. But it was, we were told Scotch had maybe six to eight months, and he lived another three years. Yes. Almost four, four. years. Yeah. Um, and, and his kidney levels never elevated past that initial uh, test. So. I understand that raw feeding can be very scary to people, yeah. and, but that was and, our why. And that might be the reason why, the scariness might be the reason why some people don't feed raw food, right? It was actually the reason why we didn't for so long when we were trying to just, we, we knew it was going to be um, uh, a, a different, more expensive actually. Um, it wasn't actually, it didn't turn out to be more expensive than feeding wet food, which we had switched from kibble to wet. Um, and that reason why, <laughs> you know, were uh, other reasons, right? So uh, other education that we had learned along the way, as far as what cats need and the moisture that they need in their diet as desert animals. Um, but, but a lot of people, they, they, they feed the food that they feed because their why is because say their veterinarian has told them that this is the only food, food that your cat can eat and they have to eat it for a lifetime, right? That's, that's, a, a valid reason that many people have to be like, okay, I have to feed my cat right. this this diet. Um, and we have a whole other podcast on prescription diets, yes. which and I yeah. think prescription diets are like that scary place where it's like, oh, I have to have my cat on a indoor only hairball formula, or I have to have them on a, a UTI formula, or I have to have them on this yeah. diabetic thing, right? Like prescription prescription or veterinarian formula diets yeah. are a whole different topic. And just but, so you know, that's under like, um, it's actually being uh, the companies that are using the term prescription, which is a trademark term. It's not, there is no medicine in there. They're actually being sued. They're going through lawsuits right now because of, um, because of the, the misinformation that people are getting. So many people think that anything that's a prescription, as you should, if you, you think should, that it's a yeah. prescription, then you think that there's medicine in it and there is no medicine in prescription diets. That is a trademark term for marketing purposes. Um, same goes with veterinarian diets and 
um, whatever other term that they use for the uh, diets that, the, that many of our veterinarians sell. Um, <clears throat> Maybe However, the reason, sometimes, sometimes the why is your cat. Sometimes yep. the why is you've got a super finicky cat and this is the only food they will eat and you've tried to switch it up and they are like, nope. And then you just wasted however much money on the new food that you thought was going to be better for them and you feel like, no, that was not worth it and we're going to back to whatever food my cat was eating to begin with. Yeah. And sometimes it's convenience. You know, for many, many, many years, the reason that we fed the food that we fed was for convenience. I mean... Maybe we didn't know, we just or lack of knowledge, right? So, like, like at first it was lack of knowledge. At first it was, um, cats eat cat food. Well, let's go buy cat food. We didn't think we didn't even put it in our heads. Is this good for them or bad for them? We wait, just I think it's food. I think it's a twofold thing. So I right. think what we can afford is one thing. Right, so right, right. So we went that by was... what we could afford, and we knew we had cats, and we had to get cat food, so we went to Walmart, right. and we found the biggest bag of cat food for the cheapest amount of money, and right. that's what we fed because that was our why. Right. We need cat food, and we can't afford to right. feed ourselves yeah. at the time. And, until, and then we started learning more about the pet food industry and with the ingredients that were actually going into the food that we were feeding and the color dyes and the toxic ingredients. And, and the animal digest the, the, and the sprayed the, flavor and the, the byproducts and the, the huge amount of um, carbohydrates and how every food that we fed began with like corn and it that was it was like oh my okay so we learned that so then we upgraded to a better kibble that had the first three or five three to five ingredients as meat and we were like okay we're now we're feeding still out of convenience but what Uh, but what we thought was a a definitely a better can i can i explain really quick what convenience meant to me at the time convenience meant to me at the time that we would get up we would see oh do they still have food in their bowls or not if if they did, if it was kind of running low, or they had the center eaten out, we top it off. We would top it off. I think I washed their bowls, probably plastic bowls, mind you, maybe once or twice a week. You know, when they got really slimy and you could start seeing all the dust kind of accumulate on there, maybe I washed it out then. But it was so convenient. If we fed a wet food treat, it meant that we were going to have to wash that dish the same day. Like <laughs> this was, or it was going to sit there and stink. Right? This is what I'm saying. Like, this is how much we had to learn about why would we feed our cats anything other than cat food? And why does it have to take any more effort than just topping off their trough? And why do the ingredients matter? Right? So, so, you know, we always say, and we didn't coin the term, my Angelo did, but um, once you know better, you can do better, right? So the more we learn, the more accountable we obviously were to However our cats. inconvenient it felt However at the time. However inconvenient it did feel at the mm-hmm. time to, to, to switch the diet to something that is going to be healthier for our cats. Now, um, there's absolutely no judgment. As we're telling you here, we've gone through this entire sequence from like the worst, literally the worst quality kibble diet to now a species-appropriate balanced raw food diet. Reiterate that though. I think it's really important to for everyone to understand and many steps in between that your why should never be judged. It is up no. to us to evaluate our why. Correct. And that's, that's the point where, of the podcast. That's the whole point of this. Yes. To, maybe we don't know why. And this is the invitation to think about why am I feeding my cat this food? And that goes for us as well as, and you know, it's like, right. 
Yes, yeah. it's true that feeding a species-appropriate balanced raw food diet to all six of our cats is more expensive than a 40-pound bag of Meow Mix, which yes. is where we started. Yes. So thinking about the why is the invitation. There's no judgment to the why for the why. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but uh, yeah, you just said that. Yeah, I think, like, understanding why, and we never thought about the why. We've never, like, we never really thought about the why for so many years. It was just what... It, it wasn't it was a just, question. It was, no, it was just you what... You have cats? Go get cat food. So so you want to think about the why. Do do Is it because the ingredients in the food are um, what you deem as the, the best for your cat? Is it because um, somebody has told you to, but you don't understand the ingredients in the food? Is it because, um, even if it's because we've told you to, do you understand the ingredients in the food? Do you know why you're feeding what you're feeding? And, um, or, or is it because of convenience? Is it because of, of budget? Is it because of, you know, whatever the reasons um, are, why do you feed what you feed? I think is a very important question to ask yourself. And I want to, and I, I want to say this too. And I, and I love that we have the opportunity to meet with um, veterinarians like Dr. Katie Woodley, the natural pet doctor. I think there's so many veterinarians now that are, are understanding the importance of nutrition. And I just want to say, thinking about this right now as we're sitting here, uh, I found Scotch, our oldest boy, my first, my first cat, in 1997. The very first conversation I ever had with a vet about nutrition was the appointment where his kidney levels were elevated. And they asked us to put him on a prescription diet that was sitting there in their lobby. And that was the first conversation we, we, that we ever had with a vet about diet. And I think it's so important for us to recognize that while we understand the significance of having a really good relationship with our veterinarian, that medical conventional medicine is so important uh, that it is really important for us to be thinking about what we're putting in our cats' bodies every day. And I think the veterinary community is really starting to kind of catch up with the significance yeah. of nutrition and how it can help. Yeah. So, and there's but so that was the first much. conversation we ever had with a vet about what we feed our cats mm-hmm. is when something went wrong. And I think that's... Uh, an unfortunate commonality for so many of us when we think about what we're feeding our cats. It's something is happening and we have to figure out if food can help. help. Well, and as we know, like for ourselves, and I think most of us know for our animals too, that what we put in our bodies is either healing or it's not, right? It's either good or it's bad. I mean, we know that. We That's are not very, neutral. We, right. It's not neutral. It's not like, okay, you get like... You're putting in some good stuff. All right, you're drinking too much wine. That's not necessarily really good. I get it. We're eating a ton of carbs. Yesterday, we vegged out, and we ate carb central. Amazing carbs. I felt it today. I felt it all over. I still feel it all over my body. I knew that it was going to happen. I decided to do it anyway. I got to make that decision for myself to, to allow myself to not feel well today. Because I chose to make this decision for my body yesterday. Well, in fairness, though, you didn't drink anything, so you didn't double whammy it. Right, I didn't drink alcohol right? yesterday. So it's like so. carbs or alcohol. Yeah. 
But we get to make we get to make those decisions. Right. When it comes we're to the our only cat. ones that make those decisions for our cats. Yeah. When it comes to our cats, we we're also the ones that make the decision for for them. And if we want them to feel a certain way, um, you know. So this is all this is all stuff that we just have to kind of learn and um, and make the best decisions that we can for our cats along our journey of learning. Right. Um, I diet is. I mean, you guys know we're in the supplemental industry. We are all about making sure that our cats get extra than just what their just what they their uh, diet needs, right? We're all about um, supplementation. Supplementation has two definitions. It's either to balance a diet or it, or, or balance something, or it is to um, enhance something. And we are all about the enhancement, um, and that's you know, our that's that's our business right but when it comes to diet that is the most important regardless of supplementation that is the most important thing that we can do for um, decision that we can make for our kitties is knowing understanding what it is that we're putting into their bodies and doing the best that we know at the time that we know it um, for them to live the longest and healthiest and happiest lives possible. And I remember the first time that I actually went to, we were feeding Origin at mm -hmm. the time. It was a, it was a kibble, uh, Origin kibble, and it was supposed to be the best kibble that we could get at the time. And it was the first time that I went and looked up every ingredient, misspelled most of them because there's a lot of ingredients that you'll find in a lot of foods that you're not going to know what it is. And you can, you can, I would look it up and I'd look up pronunciation of, and then I would look up like what it is and what its purpose is or whatever. Um, it's an, it's an illuminating thing to do. And I think it's something that we should all like take 15 minutes, go grab whatever food it is that you're feeding your mm -hmm. cats and do that just to see what it is that you see or learn. You'll learn something. Yeah. Uh, and I think that it's important. It, it's, it's not that, um, this is the end all be all. You wrote a great blog. I'm so excited. It's going to come out in the newsletter tomorrow. It's already published on our website, but it's talking about care tips for our cats. And the last one that you put in there was love. Right. And so many times when we're having these conversations about, you did read it. I read the whole thing. It was amazing. Aww. It's an incredible, incredible article. Um, Thank you. The last point, though, was love. And I think that the pushback that we get, and it's not that we're trying to push at <laughs> all. Judge. We're, we're sharing stuff that we've learned along our journey. But when we talk about food or when we talk about a, 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 a species-appropriate diet, yeah. we get a lot of pushback from people saying, yeah. don't tell me I need to feed my cat anything other than kibble. My cat... Some of the side comments are, my cat lived to be 11 years old. I'm kibble only. The more impressive ones we get are that my cat lived to be 20 years old. I'm kibble only. And, and I think that this is, this is, part of this is an invitation to just think about what it is that we feed our cats and why. And understanding that at the end of the day, wherever we're at in our journey, the most we important, the we, can do. we always do the best that we can. And the most important ingredient in our cats' lives foundationally is love. Yeah. And I get the fact that there are going to be cats that live long, healthy, amazing lives. I'm not going to lie. At nine o'clock at night. We all have night, an uncle that and, smokes and drinks and eats And lived to be 98 years day. old. Right. And then we've got the one that ran marathons and ate the healthiest foods in all the land and dropped dead of heart attack at 47. So it's like, who knows? We all just do our best. Um, 
I forget what I was going to say now. Something. Sorry. Uh, no, it's not going to come back, I don't think. Yeah, you were saying that it, the greatest of these is love. Yes, what a great article you wrote. Um, it wasn't exactly that. It was... It's gone. It's gone, you guys. It's well, gone. Comment below but if you can If you read can read Adrian's my mind and thoughts. tell me what I was thinking. Because I'm sure um, it was very profound. It's sarcasm. I heard that. Sure it's like I heard that that was sarcasm. No, I think that it's really important to just recognize. I think for so many years, we didn't even think about it. No. And we didn't think about it truly, truly until we started seeing stuff that was going wrong. And well, and you, and when you just start learning, you know, like it's when you learn the, there's, there's so much to learn every day. We're still learning every day. Thank God we are still learning new oh, today things. Was today huge. was fantastic. Like just understanding like how amylase and protease runs through the bloodstream and, and how, the how it should works be running through the small intestines and like, like so much is like, there's a lot of great info out there. Yeah. So much that we, that, uh, you know, we're just, every time we can learn something new, we want to, and we get really excited about it so that we can share with you guys um, the stuff that we learn. And implement but, for our babies. Yeah. Hey, hey, another shout out. Another shout out, you guys. If you guys are on Facebook, seriously, go check out the group, The Inside Scoop. Inside Scoop. Inside Scoop. It is um, a great place. There's so Didn't much good content. Yeah, at the very top. At very top, but uh, I'm just saying I'm reiterating. Yeah. Yes, um, that we was part of so what we learned there. today. They, yeah, they have a live podcast every week, and um, it's and a live video. Doctor Karen Becker and Rodney Habib, two of the two the, the two leading um, veterinarian and um, pet, pet health. What do you call it? consumer scientist um, yeah. that you that um, in the world that are and the two of the most follow actually the two most followed um people in the entire pet health world um they are doing tons of research they are uh, doing their own research they are finding research they are interviewing scientists they are doing all the stuff and things to bring to the pet parents across the globe information to help to help them as well so they teach it's very us informative um it's super informative um, they teach us a whole lot. And as, it's exciting too, well because as... I think that while there's, there is a lot of controversy in whatever, whatever you're looking into, people can make stuff controversial. And I, and I get that that is, um, oftentimes where people just stop. It's like, well, my vet said this and this is what I'm hearing, but I'm not going to deal. I'm not going to deal with the conflict and I'm yeah. just going to, the, the beautiful thing about, uh, the inside scoop is that it really does help take the controversy out of it. It mm -hmm. is just a very pragmatic presentation of the information that's available to us today as pet parents that we can either consume or not consume, implement or not implement. It is what resonates. I think that uh, once we know something, it, things that we learn, we can unlearn. Right. I think about that so much of our growing up. It's like, wait, yeah. I thought that, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Especially um, when it comes, yeah. Right, so we learn all this stuff and we there. think, right, don't go down that road. Yeah, I won't go down that road. We can unlearn stuff, but things that we truly come to know, things that resonate with us. And to us, you know, raw feeding was one of those things uh -huh. that was just, we can't unknow this. There's no way to unknow. Right. 
the logic yeah. of this. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the the statement that we always said. Once you once you maybe we read it, I can't remember, but once you you can learn things and you can unlearn them and relearn them, right? Like there's many things that myths that we've believed along our journey in life that we have learned and maybe we learned as children that were like, oh that's fact. But but when you you can also unlearn that and relearn that in a different way, or maybe even the same thing just in a different way, looking at it with a different perspective. But once you know something, you can't unknow it. Like when you really know something, you can't unknow it. It just resonates. Yeah, and and that's you know when it comes to when it comes to um, you know feeding our cats. I won't say that we're completely done with the journey. I feel like there's still new science and new uh, things. Just that today, we're along just today, the way. I'm like already right. going to be implementing some right. things. Right, like that there's I've... yeah, there's all kinds of new things that we that we that we're learning along our journey that we are um, that we're learning more of um but there yeah when it comes to what we had previously thought was just i guess just kind of society's way of thinking like you just feed your cats cat food like that's it um and it doesn't matter which cat food it is it doesn't matter what the cost is it doesn't matter what the ingredients are which the pet food industry will tell you um but don't read the ingredients that's not the important part when it comes we to literally your- had them Comment literally. on her stuff and say. <laughs> literally, they said that in an interview with uh, with Christopher Green from. Yeah. Yes, they actually said that. Representative, don't pay um, attention to the ingredients. The it ingredients. doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Um, so, so, but when we when we learn that, the, obviously, when we know that these things are um, important, then we have to do better. We have to do better just because well, we love we have our cats, a choice. right? We have a choice. And I think that that's the thing is that um, we shouldn't always outsource our choices about our cat's health. And I that's feel true. like it's important for us to We should never outsource this is why I love. This is why I love um, people like Dr. Katie uh, being so available and so active. Dr. Karen Becker, yes. Dr. Lori Kozier, Dr. Judy Morgan, yes. Dr. Jean Hovey, Dr. Lisa Pearson. There are so many veterinarians so that are out amazing. there really doing their best to, to share their their information, their experience, their the science behind why they integrate things in, in the way that they do and the impact that they can have on our cat's health. I think it's very affirming and it's wonderful to have them as a resource. Mm-hmm. It's also our responsibility not to outsource our cat's decisions. Right. Uh, to anyone, it's Health. our yeah, it's our responsibility, and we I feel are, like we are our cat's best advocate. That, yes, but that to me was the most inconvenient thing of all, because I didn't want to be responsible for all of that, and especially when it meant that it was inconvenient. Look at him now. <laughs> it, right, but but I'm just being honest. I mean, I I remember being defensive about certain things because I liked things the way that they were. Yeah, and I did not see long-term implications i did not want to accept certain consequences of of the way things already were i mean i i understand the defensiveness of of i experienced that of you can go ahead and leave me alone this is how i'm doing it right but it's not because i knew anything it's not because i had ever gone and looked up the ingredients in my cat's food it's not because i understood how it was made or what the nutritional requirements of an obligate carnivore were. It was just how I... Or that our cats were obligate carnivores. Right. Like, I mean, how how long did it take for us to even learn that, really? Yeah. So I guess, to summarize, 
I think that it is so important to think about what it is that we feed our cats and just evaluate the why. And you don't have to defend that to anyone. You don't have to feel judged or anything. No, it's just you don't even your, have to speak it. Just, right. It's just, just a question to ask yourself. yourself. Yeah. And, and then ask yourself, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Way to bring it around. That was good. You like that? That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that's going to wrap up this podcast. Um, I think it's, you know, a good ending spot to, um, so. to just, you know, ask yourself, ask yourself why. And, um, and do your research, do your research. That's not that you can listen to a lot of awesome people and, and we did. And, um, then we still had to do a lot of research. We still yeah. had to do a lot of like, you always do your own into. Always, Yeah. Yeah. Read the ingredients. See what it Check is that you're feeding your cats. Yeah. Um, make sure that like, for instance, um, we just learned today on the podcast that, um, um uh, titanium di dioxide very common ingredient in many, um, many pet treats and pet food. Hill Science Diet is one um, that has a, has this ingredient in it. It has now um, uh, been made by the, or been uh, announced by the EPA, EPA the environment, oh, anyway, that it is no longer, that it is actually the toxin that all these other. Say, say the ingredient again though, so you can look it up and not just take our word for it. Is it titanium dioxide? Titanium dioxide. Titanium um, yeah. dioxide. Um, I'm pretty look sure. Um, look it up. And yeah, it, that it is no longer accepted as um, as safe in pet food. So it's another one of those. And there are many ingredients. Um, it's actually come out like a long time ago um, that they said this, but they've kind of swept it under the rug. And, um, and now it's been made public. And so um, this is another one of those ingredients that we just want to do research on. Make sure that it's like it's something that you're okay feeding your cats. Um, because, you know, a lot of this stuff is just you have to you have to dig deep. Um, if you want to make sure that everything that you're feeding your cat is safe and healthy. For but them. the information is out there. I mean, I think that that's it is. one of the beautiful things is that you can you can actually look stuff up when you see it. When you see it for yourself, it's it's yeah. helpful to yeah. know. And you don't have to, you know. It's important to know your source, and I think that's what's so wonderful about groups like Inside Scoop is that they put a lot of this information out there in respected medicine journals, and it's it's yeah. actually stuff that's there. It's just stuff that's kind of down in the yeah. study, you know. Well, it could have been something to do with anyway. It's a beautiful question to ask. I think that it's one of those things where just think about it. What are we feeding our cats and why? We never asked the why for so many years. And I think that... Um, it's time there, that we all do. There is no judgment on the why. We know what it's like to go and get a 40-pound bag of Meow Mix because that's all we can afford and that's what we fed. Um, and we know that the why can sometimes be because we're afraid of switching our cats' diets up to something else. But we should at least be able to ask ourselves that question. Yeah. And know why. So thanks for joining this episode of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. Um, we hope that wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you are having a beautiful day. And um, subscribe, comment, let us know what you think. Leave let us know your why. Why? Yeah, it's a Let great us know one. your why. We love you guys so much. We love you so much. I can't wait to breathe. <laughs>